everybody. Welcome back to Retro Kill Screen. Uh, my name is John. And I am Paul. And we're here to talk about my favorite Super Nintendo game this time around, Kirby Superstar. It's a great game. Hal Laboratory all the way. Yeah. Hal gave us Iwata, mm-hmm. our, the charming president of Nintendo. Or is, he, is he CEO or president? <sighs> I thought he was president, but I don't know. Like, is it technically the same thing? I guess in some ways, but, like, I know that Reggie is the CEO or COO. But, like, of North America? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe of Japan? Maybe. I don't make sense. This is something I could probably look up, but you know what? I'm going to say he is God of Nintendo. <laughs> Congratulations, Awada. You've become God. Yeah, you've basically been upgraded from the status of a normal man running a company to the creator of all life. That's so, a pretty good step up. Yeah. That's some I, Bruce Almighty shit there. That's some, like, I don't think the pay's any better, though, but the responsibility <laughs> is huge. Iwata, Iwata Almighty. Creator of Heaven and Earth. Yeah. I don't know. There you I, go. I, I could hangs go it, hangs out with Morgan Freeman all the time. Oh, dude, I love Morgan Freeman. That's the best job ever already. <laughs> I want to be God. <laughs> no. Now we'll no. talk about Kirby Superstar. So yeah, Kirby Superstar. Yeah. God of everything, creative Kirby. There you go. Well, he's not the creator of Kirby. That's uh, too much. He's the guy who is famous for Smash Brothers. Oh shit! What's his name? The guy I'm... that everybody hates now because of Brawl. Well, hardcore Smash guys apparently hate anyway. Yeah, because of Brawl, because that upset a lot of people. I can never remember his name. It's going to drive me nuts, too. For some reason, I keep going to Shinji Mikami, but I know for a fact that is wrong, because that's Resident Evil and Devil May Cry. <laughs> I think Resident Evil has just been on your brain lately, so... Yeah, well, too much Resident Evil 5. I already see people just being like, it's this guy, you idiots. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm looking at Project Sora so I can remember the guy's name, because I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't think of it either. It's driving Sakurai! There we go. Mashahiro Sakurai. That's right. Yes. So he is the creator of Kirby, as far as I remember. But since Iwata is God, he is the creator of Sakurai. (laughs) (laughs) I think that... I guess that's how that works. So the creator of everything... I don't know. I, we're going to get way off topic if we keep talking about God. Iwata I is a lot older. He's, he's 53 to Sakurai's 42. Hmm. So maybe he is his dad. <laughs> <laughs> 11 years old and had a kid? Jeez. I think weirder things have happened, though. That's true. But this is Japan we're talking about. So weirder things have definitely happened. Hmm. And it's on the internet in video form for everybody to watch and get weird fetishes about. God fetishes. Anyways, (laughs) Kirby Superstar. Eight games in one. It's actually nine. They misadvertised. Yeah. I I, I do love that, though. Eight games in one. It's just right on there. It's like, please buy it. They're just kind of begging. But it's a fantastic product. Yeah, I'm not even quite sure what led me to buy it when I was a kid. I, th- I might have been because, like, oh, it's Kirby! Like, because I had played Kirby's Adventure in Dreamland. I was like, oh, it's eight games? That's, like, six more games on top of the other two! 
Yeah, exactly. They're, the games they added are really good, too. Yeah, no, they were, they were all good games. I mean, I guess Samurai Kirby and Megaton Punch were just super short, like, distraction ones, but all the other ones are good, even Arena. Arena was pretty good, yeah. It was addictive. Um, I'm just trying to remember what they were. Like, obviously, Spring uh, Spring Breeze, Dino Blade. Yep. Uh, Gourmet Race. Yep. And Great Cave Offensive, I know, because that's the one I played a lot of. Great Cave Offensive was amazing. It's really good. Uh, Revenge of Meta Knight. Yep. I don't know what the other one... Milky Way Wishes. Oh, where you fight the sun and the moon or whatever? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, you have to stop them from fighting. You have to stop them from fighting, right. Okay, yes, I do remember that one. That's the one where you like any power you collect, you permanently keep. And you can switch you can switch between them whenever you want. Okay, so Game Grumps. Oh, I, I knew this was gonna come up. <laughs> I mean, we're both fans. Knew this was gonna come up. So, I yeah, we do. We both watch Game Grumps. That I that drove you as crazy as it drove me. I take it probably more so. I, well, I mean, like they always have that problem. I've noticed they don't seem to try all the buttons on a controller. Right. And they never oh. read. That's it. What was weird, though, was that John was like, I remember this game being like the game where you get to choose all the powers whenever you want. Like, he knew that was how you played the game, and he couldn't remember it. And they didn't try figure to figure it out. Like, he never tried pausing it to get the menu. <laughs> yeah, I think they went four episodes in, and then when they realized it, they're like, oh, we probably pissed off a lot of people. Yeah. Like... I, it's kind of weird though because I don't think people still realize that when people record videos, they do like a chunk at a time. Yeah. So it's like all these comments you were leaving before, they're not gonna be able to fix that for a while. So calm down, sort of thing. But yeah, <laughs> they did piss off a lot of people, you and I included. I was just like, oh my god, guys, really? I know it was really bad. Really, really irritating. But, um, yeah, that's that one. <laughs> that is one of the funner ones, too. Yeah, it, no, but... Sorry. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just saying it's kind of like Pokemon, where you catch all of the different abilities, then you can use them. <laughs> I guess you can look at it that way, yeah. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I apologize. I, I can't believe it. I, I never took you for the type. Okay, I'm going to go on a quick tangent here and tell you why I've been playing Pokemon. I wanted right. to revisit Pokemon, and the only one I've ever played was Red. And then I didn't know Fire Red was like a Game Boy Advance remake of Red, basically, exactly. Mm -hmm. So with the upgraded graphics and like gameplay and stuff like that, I actually kind of it hit the nostalgia button for me really, really hard. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try some of the other ones now to see why people play them over and over and i realized that even though it's the same game over and over what brings people to that game is the fact that it's that sense of discovery and like exploring a new continent and seeing all these new pokemon and trying to find out what their abilities are and like what way to use them it's that sense of discovery over and over again that's why they don't change the formula and they just change the pokemon so Every that makes sense. Every generation, and even people that have been playing it for a long time, gets that feeling of like picking it up for the first time again, but they know how to play. So it's still fun. 
Because Pokemon is not fun the first time you pick it up and you are getting your ass handed to you and you don't understand why. But once you understand, like, this beats this, this is, like, resists this, this is, like, quad effective against this sort of thing, then it's just a matter of putting... It's almost like being given a whole bunch of puzzle pieces and then just putting them together in the way you see fit, and that's what I like about it. Okay. So that's why I got back into it. But um, I'm going to say the newer ones, I don't really like the Pokemon design (laughs) very much, so it's not... I keep hearing the designs kind of, like, vary, but every time a new generation comes out, everyone seems to complain about it. Um, Yeah, I'm complaining about, like, stuff that's, like, 15 years old now. (laughs) So, (laughs) whatever, I guess. I'm... I'm late to the party. What can I say? But I've also been doing it live streaming and uh, people have been helping me through it. So it's been kind of almost like a group community project where I'll go online and people will give me their advice and I'll try stuff out. So it's almost like a collective, a hive mind, like collective playing the game at one time with me as the avatar for everybody. And that's fun. Okay. I don't sitting down by myself. Not really not into that very much because I don't like the grindy part of it. But, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I I mean, know, that sounds fun, though. Yeah, and on an emulator, I can speed everything up, so when I'm doing the grindy part, it takes maybe an hour instead of 12. <laughs> so that's huge. Like, Just hit the fast-forward button. And... Yeah, because I've been playing white on an emulator, and that doesn't have a good fast-forward function, so I've been playing it legit, and I'm kind of done. <laughs> I'm tired and burnt out. <laughs> so, anyways, that's the Pokemon thing. Maybe an episode later on here, but probably not. <laughs> so I that's out of the way. More importantly, Kirby is better. I'm going to say that because I can I have played Kirby Superstar Ultra Edition or whatever they called it on the yep. DS. Kirby Superstar Ultra. And I remember buying that the day before I went to San Diego or San Francisco. One of the two. I can't remember. And I played it the whole trip. Like, over and over. I had to get everything. So, that game is super fun, and I wish I had played it more on the Super Nintendo back in the day. I remember renting it and liking it, but I never bought it, so I didn't get to play it over and over again like I have on the DS. That was a game I played all the time when my cousins came over, because it was two-player, so it was great. Right. Yeah, that game, it's super... Samurai Kirby gets a little frustrating for me. Because I swear to God, there are times where I pushed it faster, but no. <laughs> so whatever, I don't. Well, know. it like it gets really rough by the end. I think like the reaction times at least like point one or less. I think so. Who is the last guy in that? Uh, if it's not meta, if it's not DDD, it's Meta Knight. Yeah, I think it's Meta Knight. Sword on sword battle. Yeah, no, that sounds right. Because DDD tries to fight you with a hammer. Right. Yeah, I think that's it. And then you fight the chef and uh, Waddle D and a tire. And a tire. <laughs> or, sorry, wheelie, but yeah, I just call it a tire. Yeah, because it's a tire. <laughs> I mean, let, let, let's call, like, uh, an apple an apple. Yeah, and a spade a spade or whatever. That, that's, I can remember the actual one. I know, I was trying to remember it as you were talking, so I'm glad you talked first. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, always, always covering me. Um,. Like I'm, I just I finally looked it up here, and yeah, it look, I don't think we missed anything. So we got all the different things. I maybe we should start talking about Spring Breeze. We'll start at the beginning. Sure. Uh, 
Do you know, like, any differences they made with Spring well, Freeze? Well, besides the fact that you actually have powers. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, they skipped a stage, too. Uh, or was it a stage or a boss? Apparently, Float Islands <coughs> and Castle Low 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 have merged together. Yep. And Kabula doesn't appear at all. Yep. So that's what happened. That's the change. Yeah. So yeah, the Kabula was the uh, the flying blimp with a cannon on it, and you okay. fought it. You fought it by shooting air gusts at it. Okay. But uh, yeah, they took that out. Mm-hmm. And like it, this, this is basically a remake, a 16-bit remake of Kirby's Dream Land for the Game Boy. Right. So yeah, they took out one stage by merging two, and they took out a boss. But it plays more or less the same, except now you have powers because in the original Kirby you did not have powers at all. Right. You only fought by like sucking in enemies and shooting them out, or by using air gusts. Right, which or made it harder. Yeah, I don't know. The Kirby was fun. Like I'm just glad powers. The powers definitely make the Kirby series now. Definitely, yeah. I that's what I do like about the Kirby series. I mean, I think you and I have talked about it before. Nathan and I have definitely talked about it. How Kirby is the thing where they try different weird gimmicks every time. Exactly, yeah. Like all all the handheld Kirby games are like crazy games. And that's what I love about Kirby. It's the it's the artistic weird side of Nintendo that they don't want to show with the stuff that makes them the straight up money anymore, which is a shame. But Kirby's always there. So it's like, what about a game where you're just like a hundred Kirby's? It's like, <laughs> all right, let's do it. That game is fun though. Sque- or Mass Mass Stack, that's pretty fun. I haven't played it. I would love to play it, but it, a lot of people will compare it to like a 2D Pikmin, and I, that's a fair, fair assumption. Fairly decent. You just kind of like throw other Kirby's at stuff. <laughs> yeah, like you control Kirby around with like the the touch screen, and you're like, okay, like jump on this guy, start tapping on him to do more damage. Okay. The more food you eat, the more Kirby's appear. Mm-hmm. I think there's like the ten mini Kirby's are the equivalent strength of one actual Kirby or something like that. Right. Okay. There's like also like a ton of mini games in it too. Like there's a pinball mini game in it that's pretty fun. I'm trying to think of what else. I do like pinball. Kirby pinball sounds like one of the best things ever made. Kirby pinball is okay. It's it's not as forgiving as I remember it being. I I did it for a live stream a while back. Okay. And it was just like we were stuck on a table for the longest time. We couldn't figure out what to do. And every time we get to the spot where I you could figure out what to do to get to the boss, it would just knock me back down, and I'd be stuck there for another ten minutes trying to get back up. Great. <laughs> Pinball. I pinball love pin- in general. Yeah. I love pinball, but it's just makes you hate it so much sometimes. Some tape like some tables or some games or representations of it are so unforgiving too, it's ridiculous. Sonic Spinball is one of my favorite games though. Sonic Sonic. Spinball, to be fair, Sonic Spinball is pretty unforgiving at certain points. Yeah, I'm just that, trying to that re- first stage is crazy forgiving and then second stage onwards just curb stomps you. Like is this which one's the one with the lava? Stage two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That stage is ridiculous. And you have to get, like, these pinpoint shots in some spots to keep going or whatever. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure stage two is the, the volcano, stage three is the machine, and stage four is, like, the escape. Right. I don't that, remember the escape very well. The escape is where you have to get out of the island, and then you go into space while you're chasing Robotnik, and you have to destroy his ship. Oh, right. And I remember getting so pissed off because I got up to, like, the final boss fight and then fell all the way down back to the bottom and died. <laughs> Great. And it, it was... always made that terrible sound that was mocking you, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds, like, super metallic. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
Oh, the sound effects in that game were just so rough. The music was fantastic <laughs> for the first level. The first, yeah, the first stage, I think, was the only good one that I remember. Yeah, the rest of them I didn't care very much. I think the second one had, like, a pharaoh, like, Egypt feel to the music. Something like that. But, yeah, I, it's all pretty forgettable. I really like the beginning, though. Yeah, Sonic. But anyways, going back to... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this feels like classic retro kill screen. <laughs> classic retro kill screen. C R K S. Cirks. Cirks. Uh, okay, next mode or game or whatever, Dynablade. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You just fight Dynablade the bird. Yeah, that one plays a lot more like Kirby's Adventure style, where you got you got a map <clears throat> and you go along it. There's like a bunch of secret areas you can unlock. Yeah. Uh, a weird one for me is Gourmet Race. I'm not a huge fan of it, personally. I would have been a bit more of a fan of it if it was two-player. Maybe that's it. Like, I played... To be fair, I played all of these single-player, like I said, on my DS the last time I remember playing it quite vividly, so it was all single-player for me, but yeah, Gourmet Race, maybe with two players, I could see that being a bit better. As it stands, it's just kind of lame the ds version does have multiplayer but i didn't have anybody with me to play fair enough yeah i was wondering about that actually do you have that game i do i just have not played it so we could try that i guess sure sometime i uh i think i have all the ds Kirby games because there's mass attack squeak squad canvas curse and superstar ultra there's only four on the ds oh right okay and then they release more on like the 3ds no Kirby 3DS game out yet. No, none at all. No. Get your act together, guys. Damn. Use that I guess 3D. They probably haven't found like a good good use for Kirby yet. They're probably <coughs> trying to figure out a way to make it a weird 3D gimmick, which might t- make you turn on your 3D for once on your 3DS. Maybe. But Maybe it'll be more. I, I see it being more like a Kirby 64 style, like two and a half D deal. Oh yeah. Which that wouldn't be too bad. Kirby 64 was pretty good. I never played it. It was fun. Uh, you could combine powers. So you like you take like fire plus ice would create. Uh, I don't remember what that created exactly, but I know that like you could use electricity plus ice would make like a fridge that would spit out food. Oh, weird. Uh, I think fire plus lightning created a lightsaber or something like that. No, that was cutter plus lightning. Couldn't you do that in one of the? games in superstar no they didn't add that on the ds version either that's really familiar because i remember creating plasma somehow plasma is a standard power up in superstar yeah you might be thinking a mix maybe because if you take two separate powers in your mouth together and swallow it'll create a roulette okay and that'll give you a random power up on the wheel or it'll accidentally kill you or give you damage (laughs) or it'll kill you you know Basically, any panel that can show up on like Kirby's picture there will go through the roulette. Mm-hmm. So it's possible to... I don't know if it's in Superstar. I know there are some Kirby games where you can actually accidentally lose a life by doing mix, but it's very rare. So basically, what they're trying to say is kids put a bunch of random shit in your mouth, and you might die, but you might get superpowers. Yeah, pretty much. Remember that, like, don't you put it in your mouth, the little blue guys? Yeah, no. Every, every time I go on a road trip with my girlfriend and our friends... <laughs> That, that somehow gets brought up. Really? Yeah. Weird. All right. <laughs> I didn't I th- know that. I think I heard it sung like two or three months ago. Last last time I heard it sung. 
Like a muffin or a beet. Like a muffin or a beet. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Kirby. Stop putting things in your mouth. The little blue guy said so. <laughs> that, that's all he does, though. That's all Kirby knows. Does he really have a mouth? It's just kind of like opening a void <laughs> in his body. He, he's a black hole. He kind of is. It's weird because every time I think of Kirby, we used to know a guy named Kirby. Oh, jeez. And uh, people used to make fun of him because he was uh, somewhat overweight. And he was very white. Which means, of course, like, when the sun came out, he was very pink. Oh. I know, right? It's so sad. Poor guy. But at the same time, he was a total asshole. I mean, maybe because of that, enduring shit like that throughout years. But dude was a prick, and he deserves everything he got. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. I had a bad run-in with him. Jeez, okay. Strangely enough, his brother is real cool. Well, that's usually what balances out. Like, if there's a total asshole in the family, the other person's, like, super nice. His brother was Curtis. So, Curtis, you're a cool guy. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Great Cave Offensive, probably my favorite. Great Cave Offensive is pretty good. You, there's, like, 60 or it's 50? It's 60. Okay, there's 60 treasures hidden around a giant map. Yep. And you have to find them all. And, like, some of them are really tricky. You need, like, these specific power combinations to get through. And you have to make sure you don't accidentally destroy the treasure chest while you're trying to grab it. Right. That was what took up a huge portion of the flight for me. That is one of my favorite time killers when I'm yeah. traveling. Still, I'll restart a game and just do that. I can't I can't think of ever playing that game for the first time, because that game is ridiculous. There's so many hidden doors you have to go through and split paths. Yeah, it keeps you going for a while. Apparently, the maximum score achievable is 9999999990. Yep. So... <laughs> You couldn't find the last 9G. Yeah, that's that's kind of annoying <laughs> to me. I mean, the OCD quality comes well, out. I don't think anything actually ever costs like a single G. No. Like I, I think that yeah, I think that last number is never ever used. Yeah, no, it's always uh, an even number, like a zero at the end, rather. Yeah. I think like there's yeah. no, never a five. The, che- the cheapest one I can think of is a dime, and I'm pretty sure that's only ten. Ten. Right. Like, there's no five or anything like that. Yeah, so there you go, I guess. Apparently, I'm just reading it up here. Some of the treasures are references to other stuff, like the screw attack. Yeah. Triforce. Uh, Falcon's helmet. Falcon's helmet and Mr. Saturn. Yep. So. There's some other stuff, too, but I think a lot of the things actually are, are references, but those are the main ones. And then you get weird ones that are just like a tiara, like normal. The, <laughs> so, tri- the Triforce is one. The Triforce, yeah. But yeah, I, I really like that one. That's probably my favorite. My next favorite, however, Revenge of Meta Knight. Oh, yeah. I love Meta Knight so I, much. I like the fact that it tied into Dynablade. Like, you had to beat Dynablade to unlock it. Yeah, which makes sense. So, um, that's where you're going after Meta Knight on his ship. Yeah. Meta Knight's got his giant halberd ship, and he's going to destroy... Dreamland, I guess, or take over Dreamland. Destroy everything, yeah. Yep. He's just kind of a dick. Which is funny, because like in every other game, he's just an anti-hero. The one part of that I remember always is the lobster, the robotic lobster. I hate that machine <laughs> so much. Did you ever use the paint attack against it? No, I don't uh, think so. There's, there's a hidden power-up that only two bosses in the entire game can give you. 
Okay. Heavy, heavy Lobster is one of them. The other is uh, Camellio Arm. Okay. It's called Paint. It's basically like Crash, but uh, it paints whatever you're fighting a random color, and it does like a bunch of damage. Okay. <laughs> uh, and if you do it to Heavy Lobster, it goes blind. It just starts wandering around aimlessly. <laughs> All right. And like the the crew of the Halberd will just be like, "Oh no, he used paint ability. Now he can't see." That, that's one of the things I did like about that game mode is the constant weird things that they would pipe up with. It reminded me a lot of Star Fox, the yeah. red banter over the radio or whatever of the crew guys as you're going through. I really like that. That was actually one of the reasons one of the reasons I like Star Fox as well is because of the random banter. Definitely, that like that game, Revenge of Meta Knight and Star Fox, I think would be a lot more boring without that. It's a really nice touch. So that's one of my favorite parts of that. Uh, next is the one I couldn't remember, Milky Way Wishes. Mm-hmm. And the sun and the moon are fighting. Are they fighting for control of, like, the sky? Kind of, yeah. They're just having an argument. Like, it's like, I don't get to stay up in the sky long enough. Right. And that just becomes, like, this weird fight. So, like, uh, the in Dreamland, like, the day and night cycle is happening way too fast. Right. It's throwing everyone off. So, so when Marx tells Kirby about this giant machine that will grant a wish... If you collect all the the Milky Way stars. Nova or whatever. Yeah, Nova. That's the name. Yeah. So Kirby goes to try to get all the stars so he can grant get a witch granted from Nova. Right. I'm trying to remember what the final boss of that was. Wasn't it something that fought kind of like Meta Knight? Like a dude with a sword? No, not at all. It was Marks. Oh, was it Marks? Yeah, he... he when you're going to get the wish, yeah. uh, Marks kicks you out of the way and then makes a wish that he becomes like all-powerful and take over Dreamland. Mark's so then, dick. yeah. So Marks transforms into this giant bat thing, and then you have to use the power of the Milky Way stars to blow up Nova, and then destroy Marks. Right. I haven't played that in a long time. This is all just making me want to throw that back in. Not gonna lie, it's making me want to play it again too. I still can't find my DS though. <laughs> so I don't know. I I think I left all of my games my DS pack travel pack at my parents house and if not i might kill myself because that is a lot of good games gone i'd recommend not killing yourself over it yeah i mean i'm not being completely serious but i know know. just saying just saying (laughs) just saying you probably shouldn't kill yourself over stuff you can just rebuy (laughs) exactly yeah uh the arena i didn't play a lot of the arena i'll be completely honest it's just all the bosses in one go yeah you uh, you get to switch between power ups and I think you get like five healing items, but the idea is you do it with one life. But the healing items I believe are in between rounds, aren't they? Yep. And you, there's only f- I think five in total, so you have to ration them as best you can. Right. Which is the management, the risk reward. Like, oh shoot, do I try to get through this one boss without taking any hits, or do I use this full heal now? What's the one boss you have troubles with if you were doing arena? Uh. I'm trying to remember what some of the bosses were. RPG boss always annoyed me because it was such a slow fight. Which one? The RPG. Which one is that? The, the computer program. Oh, where you're spinning around that room? No, no, no. Where you're you're fighting in like a oh, turn-based oh, RPG. Yes, right. And it turns into a dragon at a, the end or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's like a knight, a witch, a slime. That's because you have to do a turn-based though. Yeah, that's why oh, I hate point. that one. It takes so long. I know. 
And if you don't have something that deals like dam quite a bit of damage, like a sword or something, it just takes that much longer. <laughs> you want you want like stone or hammer, especially hammer and Hammer's bomb. Good, yeah. Bomb, really? Bomb, bomb. If you can attack really fast with bomb, actually. Is it good for that battle then? A uh, bomb is good in general, really. It's one of the better ones to beat bosses with. I don't use bomb ever. Uh, suplex can be really good if you can get the right situations for it. Wing is tricky, but it's not bad. I'm trying to think what other good ones there are. Plasma is great. Plasma is always good. Plasma is pretty good, yeah. Like, I'm just trying to think. Wing and uh, the jetpack are basically just for traversing. I don't really... Jet, jet can do a lot of damage if you use it right, but I, it's not a personal favorite of mine. I usually try to use the hover like, with the jet, because oh, right, you do damage if you hover over them. Yeah, but it's it's like very light damage. Oh, is it? Yeah. What is it that does more damage? Do you run into them with it? Uh, if you charge up the booster. Right. Okay. And then like if you you tap the air brakes and it shoots out kind of like a fireball type thing. Oh right. Yeah, I didn't use that very much except for traversing the different courses. So that that's just I guess bleh, that just shows how much I played that game just because it's like oh use this power. Yeah, like bird the feather one or whatever is pretty good. I like that just for the kind of spread when you're like shooting your wings out and hovering sort of thing. Uh, not for bosses particularly. I'm just saying in general, that's one of my go-to's. But yeah, um, I mean, obviously, just the sword and the hammer. I love melee, the melee weapons. I don't use stone a whole lot, which apparently might so, be my detriment. Stone does a lot of damage, and you can't usually get hurt when you're in it. Oh, yeah. So you just kind of, like, drop on them and then wait until it's safe, go and do it again? Exactly. Hmm. I've never tried... I go... When I play any games like that, I usually go full offensive, and I like to mash the button and, like, slice with a sword or hit with a hammer. I don't like the idea of, like, just staying still and then going again when it's safe. I'd go very offensively, so maybe that's why I haven't tried stone very much, but it seems like it's probably the safer way to go. Stone, you also have to play a bit of a patience game, at least, so that's the one downside to it. It's hard to be patient for me sometimes. <laughs> you just want to kill it. You just want to kill that guy. Fair enough, yeah. For some reason, I had some troubles when I was playing Arena with uh, the whale. Oh, fatty whale? Yeah, I don't know why, because his patterns are very obvious and repeat over and over, but it like it seems like if he touches you, you're fucked. If he touches you, you take, like, a lot of damage. I remember that. Yeah. So I've always had issues with him, but I'm just trying to remember what some of the other bosses were. I probably should have looked up a list or something. They're not all that important. I think Dinoblade's the one you start off with. It's it's random. Oh, is it completely random? Yeah, the only boss that's locked into place is the final boss, and it's always Marks. Oh, okay. Makes sense, yeah. Meta Knight's in there too, right? Yep, every boss you fought in the game is in there. DDD? That's such a dumb battle. <laughs> well, it was a lot harder back in the day, now it's just piece of cake. Yeah, because you can go in with a weapon. Back in the day, you had to wait for him to do a stupid ground pound, suck it up, and then spit it back at him. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah. So I think that's it. Besides the sub-games, I think we talked a little bit about Samurai Kirby, where it's kind of like reflex. You have to push the button as soon as you see the Exclamation marks, is it? Yeah. Right, okay. And it's just like, yeah, it's the fastest button presser. 
It's a quick draw game, basically. Right. It gets so fucking frustrating. And the problem is you just get frustrated with yourself. Because, like, you know the game isn't cheating, and it relies on you to be this fast. And it's like, I just can't be that fast. I can't do it. And then you get mad at yourself. But eventually you do do it, and then you feel pretty good. And then the game's over. (laughs) So it's a shallow victory and a short-lived one, but a victory nonetheless. Megaton Punch... I have, didn't play a whole lot of. You basically crack the earth. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Like, there's three different meters. It's a, it's a competition one where you have to try to get as high as you can on these three meters. Yeah. One's like your standard up-down red meter. You gotta try to get it when it flashes white at the top. Uh, then there's like a, a metronome going back and forth. You have to try to get it in the center. And then there's two crosshairs moving like back and forth in a circle. You have to try to get them when the two are combined. And then if you if you get it like dead on enough, like you create a, a crack through the planet right to the bottom. Like and the planet never splits in half, but like that's essentially what the competition is. See who can destroy the planet the best. Yeah. Who has the megaton punch. Which is great. That's a great competition to have. I think that's the next competition we should have. See if you can smash the planet. We should just punch the ground <laughs> really hard and see who walks. Uh, ow my hand. <laughs> If we were ever to do something so stupid, we would have to record that somehow. <laughs> Just, like, line up ten guys in a line and punch the ground as hard as we can and see who walks away from pain. It's the stupidest competition I've ever heard. But, yeah, that's it. Um, looking up uh, what they've added, because, obviously, since I haven't played Kirby Superstar on the SNES since a long, long time ago, I don't remember the differences between that and Ultra... So I'm looking up what the differences are here. And in the remake, uh, apparently there's a Revenge of the King exclusive mode, which is basically Spring Breeze, uh, a harder version of Spring Breeze, and King DDD's new form, Masked DDD. is like a metal mask on or something. I see. Yeah, I don't remember that even playing it. I, I guess, That's probably ones you have to unlock like at the very end or something. I guess like Ultra... Like I said, I played it on my trip, and that was like two or three years ago now. So it's been a while for that, too. Uh, Meta Nightmare Ultra, which is basically you control Meta Knight, and you play through the levels of Spring Breeze, Dino Blade, Great Cave Offensive, Revenge of Meta Knight, and Milky Way Wishes as Meta Knight. So Interesting. You, okay. you just go through everything, slashing the shit out of everything. That's like how Nightmare in Dreamland had that as well, where you just played the entire game as Meta Knight. Right. So I guess it's that, basically. <laughs> uh, help her to hero. Similar to arena mode, except players now control the helper characters. So you would be like Sir Kibbles instead of Kirby with sword. Okay, that that just seems cosmetic. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. I'm just trying to think of the, if there was any different. Probably not. I think you just still like run into something and you turn into that helper. You don't, like, turn into Sir Kibbles that can all of a sudden spit out plasma or something. <laughs> Which would be kind of cool. Your sword goes plasma. I'd be down for that. That'd be great. That would be pretty great. That might be a little broken, but <laughs> whatever. True Arena, advanced version of Arena, featuring additional bosses from the new modes and an all-new Mark's Soul. Oh, yeah, like, it's a more powerful version of Mark's. Basically, yeah. 
And then sub-games, DS version features three new sub-games, Snack Tracks, Kirby Swipe, and Kirby on the Draw. I'm guess- Kirby on the Draw sounds like the Quick Draw replacement. I think it is, yeah. I don't remember what the other ones are. Snack Tracks. Probably like Mash the Food Button but Don't Eat the Bombs. Sounds like the ones they had in uh, the GBA version of Dreamland. Okay, makes sense. That probably is exactly what it is then. Um, just seeing what else here. I mean, obviously, it says enhanced graphics, music, and sound effects, and it includes 3D FMV cutscenes. I guess if you wanted to play Kirby Superstar, I would say, if you have a DS, obviously, just go for Ultra. Yeah. Because you'll get more. It's probably maybe cheaper, even, because that game's probably like 30 or 40 bucks on the DS now, right? Still? I'd say it's a little bit less, but it's more harder to find it than anything. On the DS or on the SNES? I'm on the DS. Like, uh, you can just get the SNES version on the Virtual Console, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess if you're gonna... Yeah, I keep forgetting the Virtual Console is a thing. I don't... I have my Wii here. I should just hook it up. I've been meaning to play some Metroid Other M. I want to finish that game off and see the ending of it for some reason, so... I, I want to, too, but it's just like, I have not used my Wii in a long time. Yeah, and it also, like, I don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of I want to play it, but not put in the work to play it. I get it. I I kind of been the same way. And the Wii, like really, the Wii. Well, every now and then my Wii gets used, but it's usually as a GameCube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you use the Wii, it's for Virtual Console or a GameCube. It's for everything other than Wii games. Which is funny because there's a bunch of really good Wii games, but the last time I used my Wii, I even used it for Netflix. Ooh. I know. Like, instead of playing a game, I actually just used it because I didn't want to get up and it was on. So I used it as my Netflix watcher in SD. It sucked because <laughs> it's like, why would I do this when I could watch the HD version on any other platform, including my laptop? Well, now there's the HD version on Wii U. So there you go. Yeah. So Wii U in stores now. Buy it to get Kirby Superstar. Ooh. That's probably the most expensive way to go. Yeah, a little bit. Unless you don't have a DS. Actually, even then... You can always just buy, like, the... I was going to say the Wii Mini, but no, that doesn't have online functionality, so... And it's also Canada-exclusive. Ooh. So if you're Canadian, you can spend... What is it, 100 bucks even? Yep. 100 bucks and get a Wii with no capabilities of internet or fun stuff. Except- well, you could also buy the Kirby's Dream Collection on Wii and then play Superstar on that. Yeah. I think you might even be better off just buying a DS and then Kirby Superstar Ultra, because then you have a DS. True. Because there's a lot more stuff. Or, or even a 3DS, because 3DS will play DS games. Yeah, and a 3DS is not as expensive, really, as it used to be anymore at all i mean i've even back then i found mine on kijiji for like a hundred dollars less than normal go on kijiji if you're i think that's a canadian thing so i think it is too craigslist yeah that's everywhere yeah that shit's creepy though there's some creepy (laughs) people on there Uh uh-huh i've never used craigslist but i kind of would like to try but i'm afraid i'm gonna get all these weird ads and people messaging me I want to sell some stuff. I think Kijiji is the way I have to go. Probably the best way. I'd I'd go Kijiji as well. Because, like, there's... I don't know. It's like the Wild West if you go Craigslist. There's just porn everywhere. 
and people wanting to hook up. And when I mean pe- say people, I mean weird gay men that are into <laughs> really crazy, freaky stuff. Missed connections. Missed connections. <laughs> I have read some of those actually. They're really some, funny. Some of those are pretty good. Yeah, I I re- have read them before, and I've always kind of wondered if there's ever been something I missed that was about me from like some weird gay guy. That would be great. Dude, if some gay guy was like, hey, I met you at like the airport, you were working cargo and stuff, I would totally give him an email. I'd be like, dude, this made my day. Thank you so much. <laughs> I would love to get hit on by gay guys. Are you kidding me? Now you're going to go on uh, Kijiji, not Kijiji, Craigslist after this episode's posted and find a bunch of entries. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to look for it. I just want it to happen. <laughs> Someone find them for him. Now, like, I, do, I don't want weird messages from people listening to this giving me weird messages. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't. It's not. Be, sen- be sensible. It's not genuine. You don't want to. It's not the same. You don't want to make love to me. <laughs> you, you don't want to look at me in the eye when we make love. I mean, just don't. You're just doing it because I said it on a podcast that you listen to sometimes. Just don't fucking do it. You're going to hurt my feelings. Unless you're gay and you actually want to make love to me, then I mean... Paul, Paul is a delicate flower. You got you to gotta be nice. In that case, it's paul at pixel-response.com. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's my email. <laughs> Bow so. chicka wow wow. <laughs> oh. I need some gay loving. <laughs> that sounds really bad. <laughs> Uh, and on that note, <laughs> on that note, Kirby Superstar. <laughs> In a way, it kind of fits because it's a pink ball of fluff. I think it's not pink, even fluff. Pink love ball. Pink love ball. So you're equating gay relationships to pink love. Pink. I don't even want to say it anymore. <laughs> I'm equating gay relationships to little pink things. That open their mouth really wide and suck. Woo! And that's how we won an Oscar. <laughs> we will never win an Oscar and we can never be president now. Damn it. Although we're also not American, so we could never be president to begin with. True. <sighs> Anyways. Do you want to be president? If you do, email killscreen at pixel-response.com. You can reach us on Twitter at RetroKillScreen, all one word. You can get me at Exposure, E-X-F-A-U-X-S-U-R-E. You can get John at ProtonJohn, Proton underscore John, rather. Yep. Let's fix that there. We'll, um, we'll make sure to help you become president. There you go. That's we what will, we do. We will run your campaign. Actually, you know what? We will not run your campaign, and that will give you a better chance. <laughs> yeah. We will run your campaign into the ground. <laughs> yeah, we will promise we will never be your campaign frontman, and that will give you the upper hand if anybody ever does have us running their campaign for them. So you will win against them for sure. There we you go. Will sabotage your presidential election. Pretty much. Or Canadian. Like No. No. Let's, let's keep this American. Let's keep it in the family. But we're, we're not American. Oh, right. It's probably our biggest flaw, I would say. Not that we're not American. That and loving people too much. Yeah, no, that's a pretty big flaw. It's a pretty big flaw. Um, obviously, we missed last Monday. 
I apologize for that. I've kind of been in a mood. <laughs> I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys because you listen to us. I mean, we're friends. Like, just accept it. We're all friends here. And uh, you're going to get the especially truth. Especially you. Yeah. you're gonna, Especially you listening to this right now. You're going to get the truth because I like you. But anyways, um, I haven't been feeling too good. I just didn't want to do retro kill screen for the last two weeks. And it worked for me because I was behind on work. So, And um, essentially, I was just like, we're not doing this. So I would put a message out saying no retro kill screen without talking to John about it. So I apologize to you, John, for that. It's okay. It's okay. I was just, every now and then I was like, oh, man, are we doing a recording this week? And then suddenly it's like, I saw the post on Twitter. I'm like, oh, I guess not. Whatever. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't want to be a complete dick, but like, I'm the one doing the editing and yeah, no, 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 no. So it's you, like you, you get final call either way. So it's like if I'm not ready to do that, we're not doing it. <laughs> There's no point because it'll just sit in the hopper. Although, it might be nice to have a few in the hopper for days like that. Yeah, I, I almost said screw it to this week because I was not feeling good today. So yeah, but we're back. We're back, even though I'm gone in like four days. Yeah, going to PAX. Yay! Woo! So. Enthusiastic. We'll see if we can get something out for next week still, like if we record it early, but I mean, I'm not promising anything to anybody listening. And if I'm not on here, then it's because I'm in America. Ooh, so if you're in America, call Proton John since all you Americans know each other. Yeah, just pull up your cell phone, type in Proton John, and you will get a phone call to me, and I will talk to you. Be like, how the hell did you get my number? Why the hell did I make my number Proton John? I kind of want to see what that number would be. I kind of want to too now, actually. So, where is my Skype dialer? Oh, I, I just pulled out my phone here, so. My phone died. <laughs> <laughs> P-R-O-T-O-N-J-O-N. Wow, that's okay. 766-866-566. Yeah, I guess um, the P, N, and O are all, like, right beside each other. Yep. So. (laughs) Well, O and N are on the same button. Oh, yeah, exactly. Then the T and the R would probably be right beside each other. Yeah. Wow. Phone numbers. So that's the number to dial for. Actually, hang on. I gotta add a space in there to make sure it's actually a dialable number. So, P R O T O N. So it'd be seven six seven seven six eight six six. I guess one would be space. So it'd be yeah seven seven six eight six six one five six six. So is wait, P R is that enough? Yeah, that's ten numbers. Weird. <laughs> that's so weird. Uh, 1-800-PROTON-JOHN. Although <laughs> it would be one Proton-JOHN, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I gonna. I wonder what area code 776 is. I wonder what part of the world that is. Let's find out right now. 776. Area. Sorry, guys. This is us being idiots again. This is great. It says North America, at least. Wouldn't that be weird if it was Calgary? Oh, that freaked me out. <laughs> 776 is not used. It's oh weird. Okay, so a call out to anybody in North America that runs a city and runs a phone company in a city, you got to make 776 an area code and then make that phone number go to John's cell. It's close. 780 is, is Alberta, or at least Edmonton. northern Alberta. Yeah, it's northern Alberta. Yeah. 
And 778's BC and 779's Illinois. Weird. 778's BC? Yep. Where, where in BC? It says all. Oh, what? Created created in 2001 as concentrated overlay of 604, extended in 2008 to cover all of 604 and 250. Oh, weird. So you could dial 778, then a number, and it just works? Yeah, presumably. That's amazing. So what if 776 became like that for all of Alberta? That number could actually be yours. You could literally be Proton John. Dial it on your phone. That's me. That'd be... That'd be impressive. That would be fucking amazing. Holy shit, my mind is blown. <laughs> you okay over there? Not really. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I, You can't see it, but I am smiling a lot right now. <laughs> this is amazing. Anyways, um, kill screen, pixel response, uh, Twitter, you know how to find us. We'll see you guys next time. Take it easy.